be to Jesus. Today again, we are celebrating the memorial of men and women who gave up their life for the sake of witnessing their faith for Christ. Paul Mickey and his 25 companions. They were all raised on a stake like a cross with their hands tied on the stake and taken up and with spears. They were killing them gradually. What shocked the executioners was to see the type of joy and serenity that they commanded in the process of being tortured. For no man, no matter how you have high pain treasure hold, to rejoice and look serene at the amount of torture that was given to them. Just to make them relinquish their faith and commitment to Christ. They go a long way again to re-emphasize 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 14 and 15. That, is, that says that the love of Christ constrains us that we don't judge again, we don't consider men again in the flesh, that as Christ died, all have died. And that as we live, we don't got to live for ourselves, but we will live for the one who died and rose again. To the retreat again, this Christian foundation, that in Christ, you don't belong to yourself. That as Christ has given you his life, you must live his life. You must live his life. We must no longer live for ourselves. Our personal ambition, dreams, and desires are no longer the things ruling us. We must give up the reason for our living, except it is predicated in Christ Jesus. We must re-examine ourselves day by day and underscore the fact our relevance to God is only tied to the degree at which we live for his purpose, for his plan, for his will in Christ Jesus. We must come to that point again where we realize vividly, prophetically, that we are here not to do our own will, not to pursue our own dreams, not to execute our own purposes, but to journey through prayer and the knowledge of the word of God, discovering the purpose of God and the will of God, and then live for that. This must be our discernment. Or else, if we don't pursue this, we'll be trapped pursuing our own dreams and celebrating our own achievement, thereby living completely outside the ambience 
of the purpose of God. And Jesus emphatically mentioned this. He said, it's not those who said, Lord, Lord, that will see the kingdom of God. But those who do the will of my Father. There is a plan given. There is a purpose that has been drafted. We must key in. We can't build on our own. We can't do things of our own. So while we celebrate the saints, we are called again to re-examine. What am I living for? I'm a father. Yes, good. I'm a mother. Wonderful. I have children. Ah, sweet. I'm a medical doctor. I'm a teacher. I'm an engineer. I'm a pilot. I'm an administrator. The question is, all this, how is it driving the purpose of God? Are you all this for your own personal dreams and glories? Or are you all this to step into the purpose of God and push it? If it does not serve any relevance <coughs> to advancing the kingdom of God, it makes no sense. You are living for self. You are living for self. And that is why when we are challenged by virtue of our faith, because of a love of our own ambition, and the love of the castle we have built for ourselves, we cannot we will deny Christ in the face of difficulty. Are we together here? You see? Because we have built for ourselves our own world, that is sustained by our own purposes and desires and, and dreams, when the time comes, when you are challenged to give up, you say, how can I give up all this? No. So many people deny God in the face of challenge because they are completely outside the ambience of the will of God. But if you are harvesting to the same basket with God and you are challenged, you are ready to die with him because you know we are together. Paul Mickey and his companion today again is challenging the entire Christendom to re-examine the reason they are alive and what are we living for. We can live all our years and have it wasted if we don't re-examine the reason for our existence. The essence of Christianity is no longer to live for yourself, but for live for Christ. No matter how small you're able to live for Christ and make your impact, it will be recognized by God and magnified. Saint Teresa of the, of the child Jesus, not that it matter, but she discovered herself in Christ and proposed a very simple spirituality and made heavy impact by doing the ordinary things of life in an extraordinary manner. You see, and she consistently did that and was able to find her place in Christ. It doesn't matter which part of the body of Christ you are. You may be his eyes. You may be his nail. Okay? As insignificant as the name may be, let her have a wound there. The entire body will be shut down. It's only meant to do what? To scratch. It may not be as powerful as the eyes. But as the eyes is powerful, the eyes cannot boast without the head. Okay? As powerful as your heart is, the heart cannot make noise without the liver. 
You see, so we are all part and parcel of the constituent of Christ. Every part is very important because that part that is in, in Christ has its own function, unique function. So our job of discernment is to discover which part of Christ am I. And I must function effectively. Don't waste these whole years of your life pursuing what does not matter. Don't waste all these years that God has given to you waiting for a day you will wake up and discover yourself and maximize. Don't waste it. It is called the, you know, the grandeur of wasted, you know, years. Don't waste your years. Don't waste your years. If it's at this point that you have woken up to realize, then keen and take radical step in that direction. Redeeming your time. Redeeming your time. We pray that through the intercession we will have the courage to live for Christ in the midst of the ups and downs of life. And as we live for Christ, may the joy of the Lord be our strength through Christ our Lord.